Good evening. We're holding now Daf Mem Amr Aleph. We have now another nine lot to go. Just a few important announcements before we start. Number one is, as we announced today, um, Wednesday night, a week from this Wednesday, we will be hosting the Grand Siem in the Jewish Children's Museum with a grand dinner and music and speeches. It should be a nice event, so please uh, register before. Uh, even though the in thing uh, in Grand Heights is not the RSVP, it's just we want to make sure that we have enough place for everybody. So just be so kind and fill out the, um, the WhatsApp form. Um, as promised as well, just quickly, the raffle winners. We have third place, Yossi Leverton. You won $180 cash. Akiva, doesn't say your last name over here, you won $360. And first place is Benny Bartfield, $500 cash. Okay, please get in touch with me to claim your prizes. Okay, so the last thing we ended off is we said that um, they would they would um, say different brachas. The the Yidin or the custom is is that we say um, the last thing we said by Ne'ila, What does the people say? So we said the brachas from Tehillim. So Shachos we say one one thing, most of we say another thing, the another thing. So now the Gemara asks, where does the Kehila say these brachas by Berchas Kainim? Where exactly during the Berchas Kainim do the Yidin say, do us Yidin say this bracha? So Rabbi Yisaf Eimer, Omar, Rabbi Yisaf says, between every single bracha. In other words, after every Pasik, you say, let's say, Yivarecha Hashem Yishmerecha. So after every Pasik, from the Birchas Kainim, that's when they would say these Psukim very quickly. But Avsheshes Omar, Avsheshes says, Bahaskaras Hashem. When they mention the Abishter's name, the Abishter's name is mentioned in Birchas Kainim three times. So every time they mention Hashem's name, that's when they should say these Brachas. Pligi Bar of Mari Vid It's a between the Mari and the Chad Omar, one person says, Psuke lekovel psuka, that they would say a pasik corresponding to a pasik. Chad Omar, and another person says, Al kol psuka omar lulukula, that they would say for every single pasik that the koyin would recite, the congregation would recite all three psukim. So in other words, one holds that the kehila recited one pasik at a time, corresponding to the pasik at. Uh, that the Kayan recited, and the other opinion holds that every single Pasik that the Kayan recited, the congregation said all three Psukim. Omar Rabchia Barabba says, Kol Ha'imrin, Begvulin, anybody who says Psukim outside of the Beis HaMikdash, Eina Elatoya, make a mistake. In other words, according to Rabchia, he holds that this that the Chachamim instituted, that we should say Birchas Kayanim, that we should say psukim and birchas kainim is only in the base of Migdash because in the base of Migdash that's when they have the shem hamaferish. But in regards to everywhere else, he holds that you do not say any psukim by birchas kainim. Omer bar Papa, bar Papa says, "Teida, what's a proof?" He says that you should know that in the base of Migdash also people should not recite these psukim. 
Why? What's what's his what's his raya? Because he says a, a simple logic. Do you have a servant who, be, who, who is being blessed and does not listen to the bracha, but rather speaks at the same time? The kainim now are giving up a bracha to, these, to this person, and while he's being blessed, he starts speaking at the same time, uh, even doesn't matter what he says, it's just it's totally disrespectful. So it doesn't make sense that while the kainim who are benching the Yidin, which is obviously the Eberster benching the Yidin through the Kayanim, it doesn't make sense that the Yidin should be speaking at the same time. Omer Rabacha Bar Chanina. Rabacha Bar Chanina says, Teda Yishino, the Begvulan Nami Bimboy Le Meim Rino. You should know that outside of uh, the Beis Migdash, you should say this Psukim as well. What's he saying? Why? Because he says, Klum Yish Ebesh Mavarchan Oisev and Masrapanim. Is there a servant who is being blessed and his face does not brighten? So a person should recite the psukim to give thanks to Hashem. Amr Abo, Abo says that he said at first I would recite these psukim. Since I saw that Abba from Aku did not say the psukim, I also did not recite these psukim. Now, um, what's interesting, based on this Gemara, um, it comes out that you're not really supposed to say any psukim by Berhaskainim. Right? But we know that we say, practically, we say different psukim by the last three words of the Koyanim, when they say the words of, uh, right, the last three words of Berchaz Koyanim, we do say, we say the whole, which is speaking about the Chalim, and that's what the Gemara and Bracha says. This is Taisus' question. Taisus says, Haiman the Chazi Chalma. Over there, somebody who sees a, a dream, so he should say, he should say this by Berchaz Koyanim. And this is what the Chacham instituted. Yet, our Gemara says that So Tesis answers and says that, uh, you know, a dream is very, very strict and very... So therefore the Chachamim were matter. Other Rishenim want to say that you don't really say, when he said, he meant to say, if it's at the time that the Kayanim are speaking, so for you to speak at the same time, to you to say the words at the same time is disrespectful. But what he meant to say is that when while the Kayanim are humming, that's when you should say it. So based on that, when the Kayan Taka says the next word, you should be careful not to say anything. Okay. Bachazah. Wam Rabavo Rabavo says, Mereshavamino in Vinosa no. In Visana no. In the beginning he said Rabavo says, in the beginning I said that I am very humble. Why? Kiva the Khazina lay Rabu the Minaku the Omar Iu Khataima. So he says in the beginning, um, he says that I, I said that I was very humble. Since I saw that Abba Minaku, even the Chazina later that Abba the Minaku the Amar Iu Chat Time of Omar Amir Chat Time of Eloi and he said since I saw that Abba of Aku himself said a reason, and his interpreter stated another reason. In other words, Rabavo said a pshat, and his metorgman who was supposed to translate. What he was saying in Shir said, did not translate it on purpose properly. 
When I copied, he didn't get, he didn't get offended. He said, I myself am not humble. That's what Rabbi Bo said. Rabbi Bo said that he thought that he himself is a, is a humble man. And he realized that uh, the bittle that uh, Abu Duminaku had, that he didn't uh, get offended at his translator, he said that I'm really not humble. Now, so the Gemara said, Umay in did What was the humility? It says about Rabavo. Rabavo says in the beginning, I saw that I'm humble. So the question is, what was the humility of Rabavo? So he says, the Gemara says, the Omar lay the Besu, the Amir de Rabavo, the Besu de Rabavo. Gemara says that Rabavo's Meturgaman, interpreter's wife, said to Rabavo's wife, Hadidan loitzorech leilididach. So she said she wanted to stech uh, to wife. So she said, in other words, this one of yours, my husband, has no need for your husband, Rebavo. And he was saying basically that, the, that him as a maturgamon, he could really teach everything on his own. And the fact that he bends over to listen to Rebavo, the fact that he bends down and then stands up, the only reason why he's doing it is because he just wants to show respect to Reb Avo. So what happened? So, he, so his wife came, Reb Avo's wife came and said, do you hear what the wife of your interpreter is saying? He's saying that he really doesn't need you. That he, that he knows as much as Tara as you. And the only reason why he's uh, bending over and making like he's interpreting or doing his job is because he has respect for you. So, oh my Lord. So listen to this, listen to this word. This is such a powerful lesson. He said to her, and what difference does it make to you? Through me and through him, Hashem will be exalted. In other words, it doesn't matter which one of us is teaching, as long as Torah is being spread. So that's one humility. Vesu, another, furthermore, another example of his humility. The Chachamim were counted and reached the decision to appoint Rabavo as the Rosh Yeshiva. Since he saw that Abba of Aku had many Chavis, and as Rashi says, Mepharshim say that the minute was is that anybody became a Rosh Hashiva, he was very, very wealthy. So basically his debt, his chavis were wiped out and he became a gvir himself. So Rabbi Vo, they wanted him to become the Rosh Hashiva, but once he saw that Rabbi Abba the Minaku, that he, he was a Baal Chavis, he said to them, Abba, there is a great man amongst us, um, Rabbi Abba, and you should make him the Rosh Hashiva. That's the second story of his humility. Another story of his humility, Rabbi Vo and Rabbi happened to come to a certain place. So Rabbi Vo started teaching matters of Agadata. And Rabbi Vo was darshning about halacha. So everybody left and they went to go listen to Rebavo's shir because Rebavo's shir on Agadita was a lot more entertaining. It, was a lot, it, was, it wasn't as heavy as learning halacha. So what happened? 
So he got very, uh, he got very offended. Rebchia Bar Abba got very offended that everybody left his share. So Amar Leh said, Abavo told Rebchia, Amshul Lechol Mashul. I'm going to give you a, a, a mashal to what this can be compared to. You have two people. You have two people. One sells precious stones and the other person sells like sidnes, like a cheap, a cheap type of uh, material. So who do you think is going to get the majority of the sales? It's going to be upon the person who sells like these small items. In other words, he says, similarly, I'm selling like these small items that are cheap. Yeah, everybody's going to learn Agadatah. It's very simple. It's not heavy. It's entertaining. But by you, you're teaching Halacha, which is like, like Avonim Teves. Yes, it's Avonim Teves, but not everyone is going to jump on it because not everyone could afford it. Now, the Gemara says, Kol Yema, every day, have a Malve. Rebchia says every day Rebchia would escort Rebavo to his house. Why? Out of respect, because he had connections with the emperor. Rebavo was a very well connected, uh, he was associated with the government. So out of respect, every day Rebchia would escort Rebavo. That day that everybody left Rebchia shir. So Rabavo, he escorted Rabchiyabra Abba to his place. And the Gemara says, and nevertheless, Abba's mind was not at ease. He was very insulted that everybody left his share. Okay, now the Gemara returns to discuss the what we say, the it's called Maidim Darabonan. We call the Maidim. Why do we call Maidim Darabonan? So we're going to see in a second. Because really the, the Sukkim of Maidim were really different Amaroyim, different opinions of what, uh, the, when the Shteach Tzibar says Maidim, what should the congregation say? So we're going to see different uh, Rav and Shmuel and, and Rebbe Simai, different opinions. And what happened was, one of Paschal's that we should say all of them, and it's called Maidim the Rabbanon, because these are, the Rabbanon were the people that, all the different Amiroim who are called Rabbanon, they put this together. Okay, so now he says like this. So when the Chazan is reciting Maidim, the Shaila is, what do the people say? So Amar Rav says, Maidim Hashem What you should say is, we give thanks to you, Hashem, for the merit of giving thanks to you. Shmuel says, Shmuel says that you should say, Hashem of, of flesh, for giving thanks to you. Shmuel says, our creator or created in the beginning for giving thanks to you. So this is what we say every day in Maidim. So Omar Papa, Papa says, now since the 
each Chacham added a different element to the davening, therefore we should combine and recite all of them together. Like I said, that's why we call it Moidim de Rabbonon. Omar Rabbi Yitzchak Rabbi Yitzchak says, Loilam Emas Sibur He says that you should make sure that you have the Emas at Sibur, you should have the awe of the public should always be upon you. What does that mean? What does it mean, Emas Sibur Alecha? Which means that a person should always treat the, the Tzibur like with respect. Because when the Kainim bench the people, the Kainim face the people, and where's their backs? Their backs are towards the Shechina, and Hashem says uh, through Halacha that it's Mitzad respecting the Tzibur, it's okay to turn your back to Hashem, and, but you have to be facing the Tzibur to show out of respect. Rav Nachman, Omar, Rav Nachman says like this. Rav Nachman, Omar, Mehachar. Rav Nachman says, that what do I know that you should have Amos at Tzibur? So he says, Vayokim, it says, Vayokim David HaMelech al-Ragla v'yemer, Shmo'uni achi, achai v'ami. King David stood, King David stood upon his feet and said, Achai v'ami. He said, first of all, hear me, my Achai v'ami, which means my brethren and my people. Now, what does this mean? that David HaMelech stood up to, to address the people rather than to remain seated. And what did he say? Im achai, so the Gemara asks, Im achai lo me'ami. If he said, my, brother, my brothers, so why did he say my people? Vim ami lo me'achai. And if he said, my people, why did he say my brothers? So Rabbi Lazar says, Amr lahem David Yisrael. Well, David HaMelech was saying to the Eden, Im atem shemim li. David had said like this, if you listen to me, then you're my brothers. And if you do not listen to me, then you are my people, and basically I'm your king. And I will rule over you with force, with a stick. So what does this show? This shows that David, uh, that if the Tzibur would have accepted David respectfully, properly, David would also uh, show them respect as well. So that's the mocker that hey, Amos, at Tzibar Alech, at least in the beginning, you should always try to be um, respectful with the Tzibar. Rabbanon Amri Mehochad, Rabbanon say that the importance of showing respect for the Kehillah is from uh, this passage. The Ein HaKoyenim Rashayim La'alis the Sandaleyim L'Duchim. The Allah is that the Koyenim are not permitted to go on the platform to recite Brechas Koyenim with their sandals. And this is one of the nine takones that Rabbi Yechel Menzakai instituted. My time. What's the reason why Rabbi Yechel Menzakai instituted that when a person, when a crane goes up to Duchenin, he cannot wear sandals? It must be out of respect for the congregation. In other words, it would be disrespectful for the crane to wear the dirty sandals in front of the tzibur. So Omar Ravashi says, Loi. That's not the reason why Rabbi Yechel Menzakai instituted not to wear sandals because of Kuwait Tzibur, rather another reason. I can tell you, Rabashi says that we're worried that perhaps either a strap or a sandal will break and he's going to return to his place to go tie it and he's not going to uh, go back to Duchenin in time. 
And people are going to say that the reason why he removed himself from the Duchen is because really he's a Ben Gerusha Ben Chalutza. So they were worried that the person shouldn't get a bad name, so they said, don't wear any sandals in case the strap will break. Now, it says, we learned in the Mishnah that um, the, the outside of the Beis Amigdash, the Kayanim, said three brachas. They would say a pasik, stop, say a pasik, amen, stop, amen, stop. Okay, Ubi Migdash says the Kayanim, by the three, three psukim, said a bracha acha, said one pasik, and they did not stop. So now, okay, turn over Memo base. So the Gemara asks, the Kol Kach Lama, why the, was the practice in the base of Middash different than, in other words, like Rashi says, why was it that in the base of Middash they said all the brachas and then Amen, and outside of the base of Middash it was, uh, <coughs> it was three psukims, um, and each apostle there was an Amen. So he says, the fishain ain in Amen by Migdash, because we did not answer Amen in the base of Migdash, and since we don't answer Amen in the base of Migdash, we don't, uh, we don't want to pause the brachas. Okay, where do we know that we do not answer Amen in the base of Migdash? In Amr, as it says, stand up and bench Hashem, your Hashem, forever and ever. Now, which means that the bracha is recited, so this bracha is said instead of the Amen in the base of Migdash. And from where do we know that each and every bracha in the base of the people responds with the words of Tihilo? As it says, I let them say, Bench be your name, which is exalted above all brachas and praises. In other words, from here the Gemara learns out that each and every bracha, you should give him praise, however, you should not say Amen. So now we're going to begin a new Mishnah. The Mishnah is going to discuss now, uh, we learned in the previous Mishnah, in the Aflamad Beis, Yom Aleph, that the Birchaz Kayin Gadol, which had to be said in Lashon Kedesh, and then the Mishnah said that on Yom Kippur, after the Avedis Hayyim, in the Kedesh HaKadoshim, the Kayin Gadol would read the Parshish, which were Negea to Yom Kippur, and he would bench, he would make eight brachas, Shemayin brachas. So now the Mishnah is going to explain the Seder of how the Koyan read the Brachis and exactly what was the Seder. So the, the, the Mishnah says, Birchas Koyan Gadol Ketzana. How was the Bracha of the Koyan Gadol recited on Yom Kippur? In other words, this that we said that the Koyan Gadol makes eight Brachas, how exactly did this work? So the Mishnah said, Chazan Akneses, Natal Sefetero, first the Chazan. Of the shul takes the sefer of and neisnan loy l'reish haknesses and gives it to who to the head of the shul. L'reish haknesses neisnan l'skan and then the head of the, the shul gives it to the to the deputy koyin. Ve'haskan neisnan l'koyin gadol and then the skan brings the sefer to the koyin gadol. The koyin gadol imidu mekabel and the koyin gadol stands and receives the teira. The koyin and then he reads achri meis the psukim of achri meis va'ach be'aser. And then the Psukim of Achbaser. And then he rolls the Torah and he places it like by his, by his bosom. And he says, More than I have read before you is written here. And in the Psukim of Eser in, uh, in Vayikra, 
That he says is Baal Now, and after that, the Kayin Gadol would recite eight brachas. Which brachas? So the Mishnah says, he would say the bracha of al So first he would say the bracha of Ashenaslana Teres Emes. Then, the Aveda is the Pasuk of Ritzei Ba'amcha Yisrael V'Sedotzer Aveda B'Diru V'Secha Ve'al Ha'idoya And then he would say Maidim Anachnu Lach And conclude Atayv L'Chol L'Hedes Ba'amichilas Oven And then he would make a bracha The bracha of Atav B'Chartonu Melech Meichav V'Sadeach L'Aveinenu V'Aveinus Amai Ve'al Ha'amikdosh And then he would make the bracha of Beis Ha'amikdosh Baruch Asher Bochar B'Amikdosh Al Yisrael, and then he would make the bracha of the bracha of how he would he would uh, have the how um Yisrael. Al Akainim, and he'd make the bracha on Hashem should that Hashem should want the avodah of the Kainim, and then he would conclude the bracha of Baruch Shabbacher Bazar Sharin, and the Al Yerushalayim, and he would conclude Baricher Yerushalayim, and as well Vashar Tefila, and the rest of the davening, which. The Gemara is going to explain, I believe, what that means. Okay. So now, the first part of the Mishnah gave, like, you know, if you ever, they say, if you ever want to buy a bris, you can never offend anybody with kibudim. Because you always just give hagoshes, 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 make sure everybody's taken care of. So over here, this is like a little bit, uh, it's a little bit, you see that the chazam comes, gives it to this guy, the next guy, the next guy, the next guy. Why, why doesn't the chazam just come and just give it directly to the Kayan God? They'll just cut everybody out. So from here the Gemara says, Shamas you could learn from here, you could derive from here, from the fact that the Chazan Akneses, the head of the Shul, and then the Skam Kayan Gadol, received the Torah before the Kayan Gadol, you could learn from here that what? Chok and Kovay the Talmud B'Makamarav. That you can honor, honor may be given to a student in the presence of his teacher. In other words, even though the Kayan Gadol is everyone's teacher and is everyone's master, Kovid is extended to other people in this place, um, and it's really a machlekes in other places in Shas, if you're allowed to give respect to another Talmud, even if he's in, higher than you, but it's in front of the Rav, can you give Kovid or not? So from the fact that we see in our Mishnah that you could be Mechala Kovid to somebody lower than the Kayan Gadol, you don't go directly to the Kayan Gadol, must be that we pass in Chok and Kovid the Talmud of Makam Rav. So Amrabai Abayah says, no. You cannot bring a riot from here. Why? Because Kulai Mishum Kvoidi the Gadol. That the fact that we're honoring everybody else and we're giving people even lower than him, it's all for what? It's all for the honor of the Kayan Gadol. So the, the, the fact that we have different levels, that shows um, if it would go directly to the Kayan Gadol, so you wouldn't realize the importance of the Kayan Gadol. The fact that you have so many different levels, and then it goes to the Kayan Gadol, shows the importance of the Kayan Gadol. Okay, then the Mishnah says, The Kayin Godel stands and receives the Torah and he reads from it. So the Gemara says, What does it say? So from the fact that it says that the Kayin Godel would be Oymed and then the Kabbal is Sevetarim, you can be Medayak from here, that the Yeshavu, that till then he was sitting. But we learned that in Yeshiva Bazar, El Machos that kings, are, that you're not allowed to sit in the Azara only for kings from the house of David. It says that then David went in and sat before Hashem and he said, Who am I? 
So how is it mutter for a Kohen Gadol to sit in the Azara? We know the only person that is allowed to sit in the Azara is, uh, is people, Davra Melech, and people that come from Davra Melech. So the Gemara answers and says, This answer is like what Rav Chizda said. That, what does Azara mean? Azara doesn't mean that they're sitting mamish in the Azara, because the Allah is that you're not allowed to sit in the Azara. Rather, what's it talking about? Be'ezras Nashim. That we're talking about Azara means Ezra's Nashim. Hochanami here also, when the Mishnah says, Be'azara, or it's Mashma, that you stand, which is Mashma beforehand, that the Kohen would sit, is talking about Be'ezra's Nashim, which we know that Ezra's Nashim did not have uh, the Kedusha, the Beis Migdash, and that's why it's mutter for anybody to sit in that place. So, Frag the Gemara, Meisvimi, the Gemara says, I'm going to ask you, Shaila, from the following, what does it say? And where does the Kayan Gadol read? The Torah in the courtyard. It was done in the Harabais. How do you know that? Because it says, And he read there before the big place that was before Hashem, but before the gate of the water. So, what comes out according to his opinion? That the Kohen Gadol read the Torah in the Hazara. So, what, so what's the Shaila? We see that according to here, that the Kriya Satera was done in the Hazara. So the Chayda, from the Mishnah, it's Mashmah, that the Kohen Gadol would sit um, until they would give him the Sefer Torah. Now, if he would read in the Hazara, how is he able to read? Like we know, in Yeshiva Bazara, El Macho, so says, We're talking about that it's the Ezra's Nashim. Okay, just um, I don't know if most of you guys came a little bit late. So um, I announced today, Mitzvah Hashem, um, even if you're going up to the country, uh, we're starting to see him uh, early, 7.30. So and it's, we're going to keep it a very short program. Uh, we're going to have dinner and entertainment, music, some speakers. So please, um, we have a lot of people that want to come, but we have limited space. So please, if you plan on coming, just the uh, RSVP on the uh, WhatsApp uh, group with the, um, the Google form, and um, so you reserve a spot. So the will be at 7.30? The what? The actual will be at 7.30? So I think, yeah, we'll start this year at 7.30, it'll be like till eight, and then eight, we'll start the program, we'll finish. 10, not, not past that. And then for all those driving upstate could, uh, <laughs> could still make it. Okay, we started off today's share. We asked um, all these different psukim that uh, we say either by Mincha, by Shachras, by Ne'ilah. So the Shaila is, where would they say that? Where, where exactly would they say these psukim? So Rabbi Yasef said they would say between each bracha. Rabbi says when they mention Hashem's name. And then there was a machlekes, a mori, and a rizvid. One person says every single pasuk. They would say it three times or on each pasuk. Okay. Rechia Bar Abba said, anybody who says any psukim begvulin outside of the base of Midrash, ain't eloteya. So we brought down from Teisvis, the chayda, we know we say the Ribbani Shalaylam in Brechas Kainim, every yamtif we say it. Based on this Gemara, how could we say it? So we, Teisvis said that the idea of the... Um, that is about a cholim, which a cholim is a masukin. So, like, there's a heter over there. Other mafarshim, other lishenim want to say 
that were that um, they didn't actually say the words um, these words these psukim at the time that the Kayan would actually say it, but rather during the humming. Okay, you should know that in the base of Midrash also they didn't say these psukim because it's not respectful for an Eved while he's being benched to also start benching as well. says you should know that in the Gvulin, outside of the base of Midrash, you should say it. Why? Because you have to show gratitude that if you're getting uh, benched, you have to show gratitude and, 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 and express your Akar uh, your, uh, Satev your as well. Now, Rabbi Vo says in the beginning, I used to say these psukim. Once I saw Rabbi Abba the Minaku that he was not saying it, I also stopped saying it. In the beginning, I said that I'm an Anav. Once I saw Rabbi Abba the Minaku that he would say, he would give a share, he would tell, he would say the Pshat Azai, and then the Maturgaman would go and say, Mamish, not his, uh, not give over the message the way he was supposed to, and he, and he was a Makbit. So he says, you know what, That's, I'm, I'm not a real Anav. Now, Rabbi said that in the beginning he thought that he was an Anav. The question is, what, what, uh, stories could you say about Rabavo that he was an honor? So the first story he brought down that his wife uh, was once uh, having a conversation with the wife of Rabavo's Maturgaman, and the wife of the Maturgaman tells the wife of Rabavo, you should know my husband doesn't really need your husband, and he could learn uh, just as well as he, as your husband, and the only reason why he bends over and he translates it is because he just wants to give your husband respect. So she got offended, she goes to her husband and she says, you heard what uh, the Maturgaman said about you? So he said a word, he says, What do you care? Through both of us, Hashem is exalted. Another story he said is that, um, that they wanted to appoint their Bavo as Rosh Hashiva. And uh, he saw that this is colleague. Rebavo uh, de Minaku had many chayvis, and the minig was is that they wiped out the debt of the Rosh Hashiva. So um, he says, you know what? Ikarabo, let him be the Rosh Hashiva. Now, Rebavo and Rebchia once were coming to a certain place, and each one gave a share in, one gave a share, Rebavo gave a share in Agata, and Nechia Barabba gave a share in Halacha. Everybody left. Rebchia Barabba's shear and went to Rebavo and uh, Rebchia Barabba got very offended. So Rebavo told him, I'll give you a mushal and, two, and you have two people selling, one selling stones, very precious stones, and one is selling <coughs> this like very cheap stuff, so everybody is going to go and buy the cheap stuff because they can afford it. But what's better, what's better is the Margolius Tavius. So he says that really your shear is a lot deeper than mine. It's just mine is simple to understand, so everybody's coming to me. Okay, so the Gemara says is that um, every day Rebchir Ba'aba used to escort Rebavo because he had such high connections with the government, so they used to, they used to escort him to his house. Now, that day that this story happened, that everybody left his shear, so Rebavo, he felt bad for Rebchir Ba'aba, so he would escort him. And he was so offended that it didn't matter what he would say to him, he was, uh, he, he, he was not able to calm down. Now, so what do they say? So we brought down a few different uh, opinions of Maidim, um, different Psukim, and being that uh, the different uh, Rabbonon, like we said, Maidim the Rabbonon, they brought down different Psukim, so they just, uh, uh, like Papa says, everybody, um, we just take everyone's opinion and we say all of them. 
Rabbi Yitzchak says that a person's a person should always have emes atzibur, have respect for the tzibur. Why? Because the kainim, even though their backs face the shechina, nevertheless they um, have faced the tzibur when they when they bench them. Rabbi Nachman says we see by David Amelach, by Yaakov Amelach, David Araglov, and he said Achai Virayai, Achai and Reayai. So why do you say Achai Reayai? Because he said. If you're going to be respectful, then you'll be like my brothers. If not, then I'm your king and I can do whatever I can do to you. So what do we see? That David Amalek tried to, uh, to start off nicely. Abundant say that, that the fact that a queen is not allowed to, allowed to go to La'alei's to Betzibur with their sandals, and this is one of the takonis of Rabbi Yechel Menzakai, it must be out of respect for the Tzibur. So Rashi says, no, the reason why that a koyin cannot wear sandals is because we're worried that perhaps the strap of the sandal will break and then he'll have to descend and go down from Duchin and then everyone's going to say that the reason why he had to leave is because he's a Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza. Then we said that in the, in the Migdash they would, they would say all the psukim and then say um, Amen. So the question is why? Or, or they wouldn't say anything. The question is why? Because you don't say Amen in the base of Midrash. Where do we know that you don't say Amen in the base of Migdash, because it says, Kumo Borchu Asashem Aleikechem and Aydam Adaylam. And where do we know that every bracha you say to Hila? So you brought the Pasuk of Yvorchu Shem Kvedecha, Munema Kobrocha Sehila, which teaches us every seed, every bracha you say to Hila. Then we brought that the Kayan Gadol, he would make, uh, he would say eight brachas on uh, Yim Kippur. So the question is, uh, so the Mishnah asked, Ketzad Berchas Kayan Ketzad. So the chazan would bring the 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 uh, sefer tato and take it out and give it to the head of the knesses and then the head of knesses to the skan and the skan to the kohen gadol and the kohen gadol would then read the psukim and then put it back on his bosom and then he would say certain psukim outside and then he would make these eight brachas. So the gemara said that you could derive from here that it's okay to be mechalek kovit at talmud even makom rav from the fact that the the, that the Chazan HaKnesses can go and give it to the, the Rosh HaKnesses and the Rosh HaKnesses <coughs> give it to this Gan and he doesn't go directly to the Kayin Gadol must be that Chayu can cover the Pnei HaRav which that will answer the Machlekes elsewhere if you let it be Mechalek covered from one Talmud to another Talmud B'Makim HaRav so the Gemara says no, you cannot bring a Raya from there Abayah says you can't bring a Raya from there because all the um, covet that you're giving really to the uh, other Kayinim or the other deputies is really all um, showing honor to the to the big Kayan Gadol. Now, the Mishnah said that Kayan Gadol is Oymid al which is mashma that he stands up where in the Azara, which would imply that till then he, he was sitting in the Azara. So the Gemara asks, that the only person who's allowed to sit in the Azara is people who are from Beis David. A regular Kayan Gadol, the Chayira, would, 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 uh, would be usher to sit in the Azara. So the Gemara says that what our Mishnah means to say is Ezra's Nashim. So the Gemara says, I'm going to ask you a shadow from the Brisa, where did you read the Teda Bazara? Rabbi Lazar says it was the Harabais. So we see that uh, if it was in the Azara, how could he be sitting? So Rabbi Chizda says the same answer was not in the Azara, but it was in Ezra's Nashim, which was in the Harabais. Okay, Yom Tov. Wednesday night. Where is it? Week four.